I am Danika. And I am Myra. And this is the Black Women Healing Podcast. A space to discuss mental wellness. A space to dive into soul care and vulnerability. Here, we will support you on your journey as you focus on your healing. While also giving you the work along the way. Welcome to Black Women Healing Podcast. Hey y'all, it's Danika. And we are back with another episode of Black Women Healing Podcast. This episode is going to be a little different. Typically, I'll do the word of the month or Myra. Uh, this month of January is my word of the month. And I'm going to do a little different by doing a little debrief of my trip to Ghana with my friend Sandria. So I have Sandria here with me today. And I want to ask her to share a little bit about herself. So Sandria, what do you want to tell the people? Hi, y'all. My name is Sandria. I am a mother of three and a licensed marriage and family therapist like Donika and Myra. Um, And I just, I'm a a wife. I love to travel. That's my thing. And Donika here is my travel buddy. Yes. Yeah, so this is the perfect person to come on and do this debrief of Ghana. Um, So it's just going to be real free flowy. We're just going to share our favorites. Like, we don't even have an agenda for real. So get into it. Um... I guess, really, why did we go on this trip? Yeah, like, what made us go to Ghana, specifically? That country in Africa, because there's so many to go to, right? What made, yeah, what made us go there? Okay, so, I feel like me and Donika have been talking about going to Africa, specifically. We were supposed to go to Nigeria a few years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, That didn't work out. Um, we've been talking about going somewhere. We've been wanting to go somewhere to the motherland. And then uh, I got pregnant. Mm. <laughs> and so we couldn't go to Nigeria. And yeah. it's the backstory behind that. And that'll take over the whole podcast. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then Donika, uh, when I had first had the baby, you know, sometime last year in December, last year, 2022, I, rem- I remember you saying, like, Everybody gonna keep coming up, gonna keep coming up. And I was like, let's go to Ghana. And she was like, yeah, I'm gonna go. We was gonna, yeah. So it just, and then we worked it out and it happened. We happened to know someone. Um, and that's another story too. But, you know, it, it, it worked out the way it did and we made it. And it, we made it happen for real, for real. Yeah, no, that's really well. I'm so happy to finally yeah. have gone to. Any country in Africa. I was tired of talking about it. I feel like on this podcast, I probably talked about it. Like, every year, I'm going somewhere, I'm going somewhere. So, we actually went. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know for me, it was, like, an amazing experience. Um, I know, like, it for me, I know, like, it it sparked a lot of anxiety at the beginning just because I've never been on a trip of this magnitude out of the country. So, like, the visa process and, like, all those pieces and planning just being in a a place that's not even, like, maybe, like, five hours away or something. Like, no, there's no, oh, yeah, I can drive back or get on a flight real quick. And so I know for me it was a lot of, like, anxiety-producing feelings at first. Mm -hmm. But once I got there, y'all, like, Fire, yeah. What about you? Like, the planning piece of it, how did you like that part? I mean, the planning, I feel like I'll be just chilling. You know, I'll be going with the flow. My visa got back, like, my visa, we had to mail it off That's and crazy. get it back. and With your passport, by the way. And so I got my stuff back the day before I was supposed to leave. And um, Donika had got hers back, like, a few weeks before <laughs> me. 
And I wasn't really worried about it <laughs> at all. I was just, I'm just real go with the flow. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, Donna's going to be there when I get there type of thing. Period. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I didn't really feel a lot of stress. Donika had a whole spreadsheet. She's very organized. <laughs> I was supposed to contribute to it. I eventually did, but not until I got to Ghana. So, shout out to Nika. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, for I think that in thinking of that, y'all hear how she's saying she was like, go with the flow. She wasn't stressed out about the plan piece. And I was. I think that it's nice when you have like a nice little balance like if both of us would have been like stressed and anxiety like feeling that anxiety about going to this place then it probably would have been a lot versus like we kind of it was a nice little balance of go with the flow because i can't once you have somebody who's like calm it's really it kind of rubs off on you where you like everything's gonna work out it's gonna be fine so i do think that that contributed contributed to us being able to go on this trip and having a successful trip it was a very successful trip. Yeah, I, I had a good time. What was your favorite part? My favorite part probably was uh, what was that sandbox beach? Oh, when we went to it's like this one place and they have like food is right on the beach and we walk down. You can go right to the beach and it was a horse there. I love animals, you guys, especially horses. I want to farm when I get a little bit older. I guess when I retire. But anyways. Um, I rode a horse, like, across the beach. It was really nice. This boy who was, like, I don't know. <laughs> he was, like, how many pounds? Probably, like, no more than, like, 100 pounds. Maybe he 80. Scooped, maybe 80. He scooped me up on the horse. <laughs> like, scooped me up. I was asking him in the middle of me asking, how am I going to get up here? He scooped me up and put me on a horse. Him and his partner, like, they did it. The guy did it by himself, but they was holding on to me while I was on the horse, you know, because I was, like, a little nervous. But I love, I love that, you know, just being able to get on a horse. I wanted to ride a horse so bad. And, yeah, yeah. I have some amazing videos and pictures over there. Yeah. Um, my, I guess my other favorite part was, um, it's kind of sad, but Cape Coast. You liked it that? Um, I liked to see how much my ancestors went through. To get me to this point, you know. Yeah. Um, I don't know my whole background, my ancestry, or anything like that, but you know, yeah. I'm a, I'm a black American girl, you know. I'm a woman, I'm a black American woman, and yeah, yeah. That's sad. It's just really. It was sad. It was very. Um, I felt very grateful for the things that I have, and grateful that I was born in this time, and. Uh, grateful that I can even go and afford to go to Ghana and take a trip that expensive and mm-hmm. I'm a really big person on comfort so I try to make sure I'm as comfortable as I can be and that's because I can afford to be because of what my ancestors went through so yeah, yeah that was I like that part yeah. thank you because we were trying to figure out how we was going to do all of this in <laughs> the time we went because we had to go to three different parts of Ghana and Donnie was like, We can do it. I'm just like, but she ain't playing nothing behind it. She just said, We doing this and I'm just like, Okay. <laughs> so did you really so we taking our bags, like it was a whole thing and she was like, See, this is why we balance each other out because look, we it figured worked. it out and, and we did it. Yes. Yeah. We got to experience three different parts of Ghana, three different cities. We got to go to Accra. Cape Coast and Akosumbu. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to be able to do that as well, I think is also like 
a privilege is just in just wanting to explore more because I think sometimes you know folks will go on these vacations and stay in one spot the whole time but the openness to like okay we're gonna travel while we there because it was and you know it was some traveling meaning like I think Cape Coast was three hours away from Accra, and then we had to drive the whole opposite way. So that ended up being like four or five hour trip. It's five hours technically. Our, driver, five hours. our driver was getting it. So our we driver, got the- <laughs> he had a small, I don't know if y'all know cars, but a Honda Fit, but smaller than that. He was driving 130 miles, and I'm not over exaggerating, per hour. The whole time, we kept getting pulled over by police, and you know that takes two to five minutes. You know they was getting their little money and stuff from us. That's the thing when you go to Ghana, they like, oh, we're gonna, we gonna take five setties, five, yeah, five, yeah, five setties. That's like forty cent. But um, yeah, and <laughs> even with all those stops, we still got there sooner than the GPS originally told us. Yeah, now nah, he was getting it, but so like all that traveling and stuff, I do think it takes. It takes some planning, uh, but it also takes just, like, the mental uh, aptitude to be, like, open to doing that, you know? Um, So, I appreciate having a travel person who's down to, like, try these different spots and not just sit in the same spot. Um, I think, for me, my favorite, the... The well, I'll talk about the Cape Coast piece was most definitely sad. I feel like, and especially in the Elmina Castle, that was the worst for some reason for me. I feel like I couldn't breathe, y'all. Like it was like, and it was a smell, like it was a stench. And I don't know if they did it on, I don't know if they do it on purpose. And the RFS just literally a part of like you can. The Elmina Castle felt like the spirits just felt so strong there. I cannot explain it. The Cape Coast Castle felt like touristy yeah even though that's supposed to be like the bigger one and they but both of the castles they explained that they they just painted over their blood sweat tears bones thing like yeah it was still remains there technically and the cape but the cape coast that was the cape castle that was supposed to be the one that was like worse yeah but that elmina yeah the spirits was screaming at me it was screaming at me there like i I agree i don't know if it's because we went there first though you know how like you just get the effects of something and then you get what i'm saying yeah maybe. i don't know it was the same way for me too you I, felt that right I hope, yes i know boxes them little boxes and, oh my god yeah it was and the tour was longer too if you notice and maybe because it wasn't as many people there too when we went it was like you know the tours i feel like we had seen one tour before us but the tours were smaller because yeah. it's a you know it's not as a big like the Cape Castle one is the bigger one. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what it is, but I don't know, girl. But that Elmina Castle, and I remember being in that room specifically where the women were held. Yeah, and it was this stench that was just so strong. And I remember being like thinking like I can't breathe, I cannot breathe, I'm about to pass out. And I was wanting to walk out, and I was like, Danica. You can take this little stench for a little bit. Your ancestors literally sat yeah. in here. Like, it was it was to the point where I didn't, I was, like, hot and I had a fan. I was like, don't use your fan. Like, they didn't have the privilege of using yeah. a fan in my head. I was just thinking, like, you're thirsty. Don't drink the water. Like, yeah. I was just thinking all this stuff. But it eventually uh, dissipated in the sense of, like, I do have a privilege of using a fan because of my ancestors. Yeah. I can drink water and all of that. But it was just, like. It was almost unbearable for it me for so the Elmina sad. castle, yeah. The Elmina, he, they were saying that the governor, he would pick a woman, uh, and if she didn't do it, he they would chain, like, big boulders to her leg. Man. Yeah. That, it was a little, it was very different, um, and, yeah. Yeah, no, that, that, that was sad. That but was I am sad. glad that we got to do it, because 
and those moments it's like it's and I, like once we went out to the beach and we seen at least for me when I see all the people like happy they on a the beach partying oh having fun you got the music the food all of that it's like this this is it you know what I'm saying to get to see like where we have come or especially them who actually are on the grounds of of Ghana on Cape Coast it's like Man. look what y'all getting to do y'all getting to change the whole narrative of it you know yeah. and so it was beautiful to see but it was sad yeah. um. So I would say that's my favorite part as far as like that uh, gratitude piece and that cultural piece mm-hmm. or the history piece. The history we'll say piece, that the history. Yes. And the other piece for me was we went to this club called Mad Mad yeah, Bar or Mad like Club? The, mad. Mad. It oh, just called Mad. Mad. Because it was Mad. Hold on. Look, you right. That might that be was, one of my highlights That too. was my favorite, y'all. It was oh, like a... wow. It was one of those clubs that just had everything. And y'all know, if y'all don't know right now, I like to dance. I like to be entertained. Oh and so they had... First, it started off like... First, it was just lit already. It was just dope. Like, you know, everybody everybody got their sections and stuff, you know. Um, and then it started off with like... It was one dancer. She was getting it. She was bomb. They say, you know, it was two dancers. Then yeah. they had a male dancer. He was like on this different Somebody little area. Fire. They had a fire dancer, a fire. It was a flute man. They had a flute man, a music. Man? I forgot about that. Yep. They had. Wait, hold on. Was he playing the uh, flute? He no, it wasn't a flute. It was a trumpet. It was what that uh, thing was that? A, a saxophone. Saxophone. Thank oh you. my goodness. They had a saxophone. They had the music. They had I'm the fire, and they had somebody perform like an artist or something. She like sung a song. Remember that? Yep. It was so much entertainment on top of it just being lit. The music was subpar, so I do think that helped because he, the DJ, did keep playing the same stuff. He kept playing the same stuff, <laughs> but that was so dope. That's probably like, because he was just like, "Oh, they ain't gonna notice. We notice. <laughs> we notice. We like music. We know. We like music." But it was so dope. Like that place. That was my favorite like club yeah. experience. Um, yeah. So okay. So them was our favorite spots. Let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the food. Let's talk about the food. Okay. I mean, for me, and I might just be a little biased, but I can cook. (laughs) And also, my husband is Nigerian, so I cooked a lot of his traditional food. And for me, I was expecting the Ghana's, Ghana's food to be better than what I expected. I just can't explain it. Like, it was not as... Maybe my expectations were too high, but the food was not, like, traditional food, for one. I kept saying, like, I want traditional food. I want local food. I want uh, fufu. I want soup. Like, give me some, oh, it's too late for that. It's 6 o'clock in the <laughs> afternoon. What are you talking about? You can't get no fufu because it's too, like, what time do you get fufu? Yeah, they oh, that's, time. like, at, uh, you know, 12, to 1. About, they had time. To about yeah. 4. Like, What? Yeah. You yeah. get fufu all day in LA. Well, this is Nigerian food I'm thinking about, but like, golly. Even at the Ghanaian restaurant, like, at least the one I know about. I mean, you know, it's like a restaurant. It closes at like nine or something. And then when we um, did get it, we had this one spot in Cape Coast. It was n- mediocre. First of all, I asked for goat meat <laughs> and chicken. They gave me a grass cutter, y'all. It's called bush meat, basically. And. 
Go look up what a grass cutter is. You're going to be like, I can't believe they did that to you, girl. It's, but, a, it's a rat. It's, yeah. it's, essentially, it's a rat. Um, but they do be saying it's good. They be saying it tastes it's, like beef. Yeah, they say it tastes like beef, but it's, that was messed up. I Don't, didn't ask for that. She didn't ask for that. They put the head inside my soup, too. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> and then he lied. He said, I asked, I asked him. I asked him what type of meat this was. I'm like, what is this? You can see the head, obviously. He said, oh, that's chicken. I said, this is not a chicken head. And he just walked away. A huge, <laughs> a huge head. And so I knew it was a grass cutter because I'm just like, this is not fish. It's not. It just we makes it. sense. Because they we kept, it's the funny thing. We kind of talked it up, too. Yeah, and we kept seeing, like, we, grass cutters. And then one day we was driving down the street, and they had a whole dead grass cutter just hanging <laughs> from their two hands while we driving down the street, like, hanging upside down dead. So I knew it was a grass cutter. Like, I yeah. I just knew it in my soul. But I tried to convince her so good. bad that it wasn't. Because that's just. You said her, she fake puked in her mouth while I was eating. <laughs> like, she was like, ugh. I'm like, I lost my arms. I can't do this no more. <laughs> I tried to hold back, but once I looked at it, yep, I'm like, she was God, like, oh, my, oh my God. Because that's crazy. This I can't eat this. No and the more. thing is, you couldn't tell it was until it was like not a lot of meat. Like, yep. you, whatever, how that shit looked, you, when they first came, it did not look like a head. You're right. That's scary. Yeah, they did. They they did me wrong, but it's cool. I I, I can say that I ate a grass cutter. You can before. say that. That's a um, that's a pretty big thing because it's on the menus down there, y'all. Like literally, they eat this. Every single menu is literally I've seen there with the traditional food. It was there, but the food was not the best. It was mediocre. I, I feel like the best food that we had was at the little the sandbox surf. beach place. Oh. They didn't. They didn't. They always was running out of the good stuff like the samosas. Oh yeah. Uh, we were supposed to get yes. some oxtail at the sandbox beach place. Uh, look, yeah. don't get me started because I'm a foodie. So yeah, the food. I think really what it is is, Not I think him. it's because it's specifically for Sandria because she can cook and because she has ate a lot of these cultural foods. Like the she actually cooks Nigerian food, Ghanaian food, different types of food. I think that because you already have that palate. I think that's the reason why, especially for you, it was like mediocre. Uh, for me. My palate is not as strong, but I've had it too. And I, that's why I can agree with what you're saying because yeah. I have had it. It wasn't bad. It's just like you expect to get like the food to be like 10 steps above when you go to the actual country. That's what they say. They always be like, oh, that's not the real thing. That's not the real thing. But to be honest, it really just tasted like the restaurants and the food that I've had from, you know, my Ghanaian people I know or Ghanaian restaurants. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, this is the authentic. It tasted the same, in my opinion. It tasted worse to me. And that's the bad thing for you. <laughs> and I think that's because, again, your palate. Yeah, it tastes But good. for me, I was just like, ah, okay. This is not, like, mind-blowing or anything different. It just tasted like the stuff, the regular stuff. Um, so that was a little disappointing. But I think that if you're a person who doesn't, who do not, eat a lot of like traditional Ghanaian African food in general, I think you would think it's fire if that makes sense. That make, that makes a lot yeah. of sense. So I feel like we need to go in somebody's mama's house. I next think time. I absolutely we think need to that. go sit down in somebody's mama's house. Yeah. And they need to cook us a traditional Exactly. Food. It's because it's too far at this yes. point. Yeah. Bringing me to my next point of being able to explore and meet new people. Because we have so many different types of experiences, even in 
LA and through our friends and people that we know now, I think it helps a lot of us just being able to maneuver through different cultures in a whole nother country. Like, basically, this is y'all's cue to make new friends Mm -hmm. who don't share the same cultural backgrounds as Mm y'all. Like, be friends with whoever makes sense. I'm not saying force yourself to become friends with a Ghanaian person, Nigerian, or a different country. But at the same time, be open to learning the new cultures. Because that then opens your brain and your open-mindedness to trying the new stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that helps us so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think we realize. But, like, even in us knowing the music and stuff. Like, we know, shoot, more music than them. That's like. True. And being able just to recognize, like, certain things because we have been around different cultures, mm-hmm. I think it helps us so much. Yeah. Like, imagine if we stayed in our little black bubble and we didn't have different types of friends from different yeah. cultures. That, like, it wasn't even that big of a culture shock to us when you think of it. Like We, we have a lot of different, oh, we got Belizean friends. Ooh, we got all type of friends, y'all. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, we do. I think that helps so much. We're doing good out here. Yeah, yeah, not for real. Yeah. And so I think that's that's really a takeaway. Like just just be open to meet new people. Shout out to Tamal. Um so my friend Tamal most definitely he helped us get a driver and he mm-hmm. linked us to certain certain people and I got my hair done out there, y'all. She did. Uh, my hair was only forty dollars, which is long twist way down her back Senegalese. Forty dollars American the hair was included. The hair was included. And she got a wash. They washed my hair. That's crazy. We could never in America. (laughs) Do you understand? The twist was down her back. Yeah, nah. It was. Uh, I will say they didn't last that long. They They gone already. But I I don't know if it was. It wasn't going to last that long. Yeah. hair. It could be my hair, but it also could be the different products and stuff. Oh, they didn't really use uh, no products. Yeah, they didn't use that much products. If I would have got braids, I do think they would have lasted longer. Because, yeah. you know, the braids, they seem a bit more. They, they would have um, lasted longer. But I'm still happy. Two, three weeks or two and a half or whatever for $40. And your hair looks healthy right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nah. Actually, I was thinking, like, that my hair was going to be a little... But nah, they left my edges out. My edges are still intact. Mm-hmm. You know, we good. So... But I the connect of that, because that was kind of, I got my hair done kind of in the hood. But because of Tamal, like, <laughs> you know, I felt safe. It was nice. Like, we actually knew somebody who was there. Uh, and so, again, like, that's that piece of being able to expand and be friends and be, to want to learn different cultures and be around different people. So, I do think that was also helpful. We didn't go there completely, like, not having anybody who knew anything about the country. But to be honest, I think even if we did, I think we'd be fine. Again, because I think of us being able to to navigate these different spaces. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's my takeaway for this episode is for this new year going in. So tomorrow or today, this episode is going to be released January 1st, 2024. My takeaway for you all and even for myself is to continue meeting new people being open-minded, wanting to learn about different cultures. Um, yeah, expanding, expanding your bubble, your circle. There's more to life than you and what you know, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you say your takeaway from, from the trip would be? My takeaway is, um, you know, be more grateful. Oh, Sometimes yes. I, um, yeah. I feel like, uh, my life is not where I want it to be in the moment. 
like right now or like man I wish my life was a little bit different but you know going there I'm just like man Sandra you need to be more grateful because you have it so good and it's not to say people there are poor don't don't they don't have a lot but just seeing the Cape Coast thing it's just like you have it so good like you know so just be grateful and keep hustling that's it yeah that's a good one I agree that trip too I felt that gratitude as soon as I hit I think even on a flight before we even got there for some reason that was the most grateful I ever felt on a trip like you remember I kept saying it I was just like I just feel so grateful you did you I said just... that quite a bit <laughs> It I don't hit me until I got there because you know how I am. We got a process. We got a process. But yeah, once I got there and I seen that Elmina, that's mm. what did it for me. I was like, wow. And we had already been there for like five days. Yeah. So yeah, the gratitude. I love that. So yeah, leading with gratitude and meeting new people, being open to new experience. That sounds like a great little plan for twenty twenty four. Sounds good to me. <laughs> some vision boards and put that on there yes absolutely um so what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put all of the things we did in this episode's description um and yeah y'all check it out if even if you know y'all might not physically go to ghana share it with people who y'all know are going or even just look up the places like look ghana ghana is dope ghana is lit, lit. <laughs> ghana is lit i would definitely go back to ghana but you know, I'm going to cook my own food next time. <laughs> <laughs> or go to somebody's mama house. We going to the auntie's house Somebody send me your yeah. mama information. <laughs> not, not for real. But, yeah, we hope that you all enjoyed this episode and that you walk into this new year feeling grateful and open to meeting new people. And Black Women Healing Podcast will be back with another episode next Monday. Bye. Bye.